this episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. We're going to be doing a story about a society of the bony variety. The Skull and Bones Society. Who all's in there? In the Skull and Burns. In the Skull and Burns. Who do you know? So stick around. And howdy seats. It's going to get greasy. That's right. Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Welcome back to season two of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jabone! And J-Bone. Sody cans. <laughs> what, wow. They can just get peeled off. So, I mean, you don't know what I'm drinking. You're drinking uh, a sponsor free caffeine drink. Exactly. All right. This is okay. show, show perfect. Show nut. Show nut. Good. Show nut perfect. You're, you're. Um, what do you know about skull and bones? What do you know about skull and bones? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? You think it's some crazy, like, secret society that's fucking ruling the world or what? I think their symbol would make a bitchin' tattoo. That's what I think. A little skull and bones with yeah. the 322 under it. Yeah. Because then everybody's going to want to know what 322 means unless they know. Mm. And then if they know, you find a kindred spirit that, you know, it's kind of like getting a gang tattoo and you're not in one, probably. <laughs> Get stabbed in the throat. Yeah. Ooh. Um, what I know, which is not much about Skull and Bones, is that a lot of uh, presidents and uh, government officials, CEOs, CFOs, ABCs, a lot of people like way up in companies and government. I don't want to say a lot. No, 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 not a lot. But no, 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 not a lot. But Joey, I don't think Joey was one. Um, Joey B. Oh, isn't that weird? Joey B. Uh, Joey B. Tunes. Yeah. And Joey B. Biden. Oh, Joey B. Biden. Oh. So. No, 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 no. Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's based at Yale University. And uh, it's a secret society. So, yeah, you were saying that it's at the... <laughs> secret society <laughs> from Yale, Univer- at Yale University. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sure. And it's, uh, I also heard there's no more than about 800 members alive at any given time. Huh. And there's only like 15 a year or something like that. Yeah, I was, I was looking at it and it said that they get 15 new members each year from the senior class, I think it is. Or is what? it the freshman class? Fuck. It's almost like we should have done a little more research. I think, I think George Bush was a junior or, or a sophomore or something. I don't think he was a freshman. Oh, and the only prerequisite is you have to be at the school. Like, it used to be the prerequisite was just being a man at the school, but they've kind of they've kind of went away from that. Well, yeah. Um, God, I actually listened to a lot of stuff about this, but I got kind of off my off my rhythm before we got started here. Um. But, all right, let's go. It's also also known as the Order or Order 322 or the Brotherhood of Death. And then some say it's a senior secret student society. But like I said, I don't think George Bush was a senior. Really? Yeah, I, I think he was. Uh, anyways, it was founded in 1832. Um, after, so there was, there was, here's a guy. Um, there was a, like a, a dispute between debate societies. You know how vicious and like warlike debate teams can be, right? Not really. I mean, I'm. They're not. It's like nerds, yeah. nerds do debate team. I mean, good <laughs> on you if you want to do it, and you might end up being a politician and making millions of dollars more than I do. But anyway, so there, there was a, an argument between Lee, Lee Leno. I tried to say this earlier so I could practice saying it, and I never could get it right. It's L-I-N-O-N-I-A. Lenonia? Yeah, there we go. Lenona? Lenonia. Lenonia Wider. Lenonia Wider, the Brothers in Unity, and the Calipian Society. Yeah. You know how cows stand out there in the field? You know what? Calipian ain't. So, That's Calipian right there on the So the Calipian Society, um, over some, some Phi Beta Kappa awards. I don't understand even what that sentence means. They had an argument over awards, I guess. And uh, so William Huntington Russell and Alfonso Taft co-founded the Order of the Skull and Bones. The first senior members included Russell, Taft, and 12 other members. And then, you know, they get to the alternate names. But um, the, it's really, really weird because all their stuff, like they have like, okay, so the, their assets, they have an assets management company. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, Russell Trust Association. And, you know, I don't... I don't know that that was founded by other Skull and Bones members, but so the first mention of it was in 1871 by a dude named Lyman Bag. It's a pretty good name. Lyman Bag. Lyman Bag. Oh, Lyman Bag over there. Lima Bean. So it might be Lemon. L Y M A N. That's a pretty good play on words. L Y M A N, Lemon. <laughs> so old Lemon Bag <laughs> wrote a book called Four Years at Yale, and he noted that the mystery now attending its existence forms one of the great enigma which the college gossip never tires of discussing. So I guess it was known about, but not known about, if you get the drift. Yeah, well, it seems like back whenever it first started, they just, they're like, you know what, let's start this little, little fun team or whatever, and then it's just like what we talked about. If you come out into the open and you just say what's going on, like with the glitter, with the glitter conspiracy, right? Yeah. Hey, the U.S. government is our biggest buyer. They use it for anal beads, whatever it is. If you just come out and say it, people are just like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. But because 
it's almost like they did this on purpose to get more publicity, like to get more prominent members in there. John Kerry. Oh, in there, you know. And yeah, something I thought was weird though is whenever they sign up and it's like, you know, you're in it for life. Yeah. And they say like, even after death, they'll take care of you. Like they'll take care of your family and shit. Yeah. Like they'll make sure. In the after death. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the... after life. <laughs> Also, anyways, if God's so merciful, why should you be God fearing? So, but it's <laughs> yeah, they say like scary. <laughs> but they they talk about like your family will be taken care of and all this other shit. And I mean, that's cool. It's cool that you can have a fraternity of people that it's kind of like being in the military, I guess, but a little or more a nerdy, you know? Yeah, where you're not blowing shit up and shooting shit. You're like. Debating people. Yeah, master okay. debaters. Yeah. That's what they are. They're master debaters. Uh, but, okay, so they, they select new members among students of Yale every spring in what's called TAP Day. T-A-P space D-A-Y. TAP Day. Where you literally can get shoulder tapped. Yeah. Not double tapped, but shoulder tapped. So yeah. they come up, tap you on the shoulder. And, I mean, that's got to be pretty stupid. You know, you're, like, all excited. Like, maybe I'll get skull and bones this year. And somebody's like... Excuse me, touches you on the shoulder, you're like, fuck yeah! And they're like, get out of my way. <laughs> you're blocking the soda fountain. Get it. the fuck away from me. I thought I was going. So, <laughs> thought it was my year! They, they've been doing that since 1879, but also in the 90s, they started to include women. Yeah, but... Diversity. So it's kind of weird, because they were like, hey, you guys are misogynistic, and you don't care about women. And they're like, oh, well, in that case, we'll allow women in. Mm-hmm. But there was no women that have been in the Skull and Bones. Like, it took them, I think it's 10 years or 12 years from the time they approved that women could come right. in to the point to where they actually did yeah. get a member in there. We're not racist, just no black guys made the cut. Yeah. Right? That kind of situation. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not... Uh, we're not misogynistic. Yeah. It's just no women good enough to be in the club. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how it worked out. And then, I don't know, it's... Yale is already, like, super crazy school. Like, there's no possible way. I mean, I could probably get in there if I was, like, the janitor or something. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not going to talk myself It'd up. It'd definitely be in, like, a goodwill hunting situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm not smart enough to just get in on merit yeah. alone, you know? So, But I think that was actually a habit. A habit. Yeah, habit, yeah. But, yeah, Yale's, I mean, I'd say Harvard, Yale, same they're, they're yeah. the same fucking thing. It's like that other. Notre Dame. That other school that starts with a C? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe no, Rogan? That one. No. <laughs> Cambridge. That's oh, yeah. what it is. So Cambridge, Yale, Harvard. I know if one of those little fuckers, you know, with the glasses hears me say that, they're going to be like, what? No, they're completely different. But yeah. No. There's no way. Ivy school that Miffy can go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no way that I could get in. However, I feel like the people that actually do get into the Skull and Bones, it's not like oh, man, well, if they weren't in the skull and bones, they wouldn't have made it as president or as fucking governor. Or I think they're already, like, top of their class. Yeah, you oh, know, from predominant families. Yeah. Like George George Bush Sr., his dad. So, Sr., Sr. Bush, yeah. Big Bush, and Little Bushy were all skull and bonesy. And then Kurt Bush came along yeah. and had Kyle Bush. Yeah. And they went around turn three and took out Dale Earnhardt. 
Oh, that's all fucking wrong. <laughs> conspiracy. Bushes rule the world. But yeah, so... That's I think why everybody they, hates Bush. I think they pick people like, oh, well, that person's coming here not on scholarships. Like, his dad fucking paid for this shit. And he's top of his class. This, that, and the other. Be right. like, yeah, we gotta get him in here. Right, like, that's what I was saying. Predominant families. Yeah, so... so but... The thing is, right? They say they're going to take care of you for life. They're going to fuck, you know, fuck you or whatever. Take pictures of you. It's going to be weird. Whatever the fuck. Now, you have to give them, you have to sign away your estate to them. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that I found was weird is then you got to put them in your will that the Skull and Bone Society can have your estate when you die. And that's what gives them the ability to, like, take care of you after death and shit like that. It's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, I think it's a Ponzi scheme. You know, they could, guy, somebody's got to die before we can pay the $15,000 bonus you get for joining. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, well, take out Bush and we'll fucking, nah. But yeah, so I think that was weird. Um, people also say they take, like, Polaroids of you sucking people's dicks or something. Yeah. But, and like when you, whenever you graduate, you have to like jerk off in a coffin while you admit to a bunch of stuff or something. Yeah, like your most deviant sexual. <laughs> These are all facts. People look them up. <laughs> but see, I feel like that would work thirty years ago, thirty years ago or more. Like if they were to get a picture of you sucking, you know, sucking off a bunch of people at a frat, I think that would work to like keep you silent, no matter what. Yes. Like you could go up into the fucking hierarchy of government and still yeah. be afraid to like piss off skull and bones but you now know. like well, if no, it doesn't it, matter yeah now if they came out and were like hey well we got pictures of so-and-so yeah. sucking a dick maybe just that's where the like, pictures of that bald, so that bald matt damon looking dude with lipstick that's in the white house he's like governor of foreign oh, relations or something yeah he uh is it fema relations something yeah i think fema you know what i'm talking about though he looks like matt damon with lipstick yeah yeah and yeah bald. Yeah. And they, there's a picture of him with like in the furry costume with a guy in a muzzle and leather pants and all this stuff. <laughs> Maybe they were like, "Look, motherfucker, either you do this thing we want you to do, or we're gonna show everybody this picture of you doing like doggy stuff with another dude." And he's like, "Fuck it, I ain't doing it." Put some lipstick on and called it a day. And they're yeah. like, "Ah!" He said, "So what?" Yeah, he's like, "Fucking do it." That's and, what I like. And they do it, and then he's everyone's like, "Oh, well, we'll support you." Yeah. And they're like, "Everyone's everyone's so supportive now that it's like." Yeah, fuck it. Inclusive. Yeah, inclusive. So, that's a good word. A guy named Lanny Davis. Lanny. Yeah, not Danny Lavis. Lanny Davis. Lanny Davis. That is not Pig Latin. He wrote in the 1968 Yale yearbook that if the society had a good year, this is what the ideal group will consist of. A football captain, a chairman of the Yale Daily News, a a conspicuous radical. A whiffenpoof, which I don't even know what that is. I've never, I never heard the word whiffenpoof. Let's see if we can get a definition. Uh, oh, a, I know what it is. What? It's where you sniff a hooker's ass as she farts cocaine into your nose. A whiff and a poof of coke. Wow. I'm telling you. That's that's a pretty. Look it up. These are true facts. That's a pretty good description. A swimming captain. A notorious drunk with a 94 average. A notorious drunk with a 94 Ford Focus, a filmmaker, a political columnist, a religious group leader, a chairman of the Lit. That's what I want to be, chairman of the Lit, son. Lit, son. A foreigner, a ladies' man with two motorcycles. Well, that's, all right, hold on. we got to rewind. What? It's like, 
We need a fucking drunk with a 94 average. We need a fucking political leader. We need a religious yeah. leader. We need one of them foreigners. Yeah. And then we need, like, it just, no matter where from, it just stops. It's like, yeah, foreigner. Canadian, eh? You know? So, um, but no, you got to have a ladies' man with two motorcycles. You got to see, you got to have the conspicuous radical and the drunk with a 94 average. Like, people got to start some shit, you know, like. The guy who's the chairman of the Yale Daily News isn't going to break in somewhere and steal Geronimo's face. Yeah. But, uh, so you need an ex-serviceman. It's like a service member. Uh, the next one, I'm not allowed to say. And if there are enough to go around, a guy nobody else in the group ever heard of. The one I'm not allowed to say, the word starts with an N and ends with egro. So... You got a flag? It starts with an N and ends with an R. We'll just we'll just put it that way. How's that better than what I said? Because you I mean you kind of put the word together. Well then you could have just said N word, but it's not an N that's not the N word. It's like the old timey N word word. Oh, well Alright, well then say it. Fuck it. I'm not gonna say the word. <laughs> I'm just I So what's it so if I spelled that word, you think that's still trouble? Uh, like if I spelled the slang the one with the hard R, then I could see that being trouble. If I wanted to talk about old-timey baseball, there was a league that used that word. I'm not allowed to talk about old-timey baseball. Joe, Joe Biden talked about old-timey baseball. And he got in trouble for it, didn't he? Motherfucker's still president. <laughs> exactly. They he can get away with they it. cancel his paychecks. Holy shit, that is a, one of the most racist presidents we've ever had. He fucking goes yeah. off about, like, oh yeah, you know, how he they, says it. How we didn't need any more. He says it like it's still the 60s, yeah. you know? Like, he didn't... He, I mean, didn't he said it in the, the 60s, face. too, but... Yeah. Oh, he said it way worse than the 60s. He's oh. fucking 80 years old. So... <laughs> but anyways, it's almost it's almost exclusively limited to white Protestant males, except for the exception of the foreigner and the other one. The other word. But, uh, yeah, so... that That's kind of fucked up. Jews, about it. Jewish folks were more often than not, you know... In there, it's kind of fucked people, up why, to me. Why have because people always had such a like hard spot, hard on for Jewel, Jewel, for Jules, hard spot for Jews. I don't know. It stems from like a long ass time of just people being I, weird towards them, like and racist towards them. I don't know why. I understand why the um, I understand. I don't not saying I sympathize with what the Nazis, but I understand like what the Nazis believe. You know yeah. what I mean? Just because we talked about Hitler, like I understand what his beef was, his supposed beef that they ruined Germany and the financial system. So I'm I'm not saying I understand it like, oh, that made sense. I just mean that, like, I got it. That's why he didn't like them. But there's, like, so many times throughout history that they've been persecuted by everybody. Yeah, for no reason. Like, they've just existed, and people are like, fuck that guy! Somebody was king, and they're like, you guys are fucking gross. Which reminds me, there was a really cool, like, teacher back in the 70s, I think it was. Like, it was was older, right? Mm -hmm. She was an elementary school teacher. And there's a video of this online, like you can you can watch it, and it's fucking interesting. But she has these kids in her class, and she's like, "All right, does anybody know what oppression is, or racism, or anything like that?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know." And they're like, "Well, do you know what it feels like to be oppressed and have someone be racist towards you and discriminate you?" And they're like, "Yeah." She's like, "I don't think you do." So she ended up doing an experiment with her class where she's like, "Okay, today everybody with brown eyes is not allowed." 
out on the you know playground, this, that, and the other, like not allowed to use the mm-hmm. bathroom. Like yeah. went through this whole list of things that people with brown eyes were not allowed to do. And it increased the violence and all sorts of shit in that class. And brown eyes became an insult that day. Kids were crying because they were called brown eyes and stuff like that, right? It kind of put a new perspective on it. Well, the next day... Like assholes? Yeah. Brown eyes? Yeah. It became like a true segregation. People that were friends literally that day became enemies over having to treat these people with brown eyes differently. And then they swapped it the next day and were like, okay, now people with blue eyes. And she even put like a collar on each one of the people with brown eyes and each one of the people with blue eyes the next day, you know, just to be like... This way we know for sure, like, who's who, you know? Yeah, I'm guessing she never got to put collars on African-American kids. There there wasn't any in this school. It was a racist school, and that's why she was doing it. And at the end of it, they were like, holy shit. Like, it was a really powerful video just to watch. And she's Somebody like... Somebody ruin a bunch of kids? Yeah. Well, not ruin them, but, like, introduce them to the idea of oppression is How old were they? a cool thing. They were probably 12. That bitch put a collar on my 12-year-old son. Uh, yeah. Minute! Nowadays, sure, yeah, but this is the '60s or something. I mean, I get, I get to, I get explaining racism to kids as they're like get to be teenagers, I guess. But any I mean, earlier than been. that, any earlier than that, they don't give a shit unless you tell them. They might have been like 13, 14, who knows? Whatever, I mean, yeah. But yeah, she was just explaining not to judge people just because of the way they look, because right, they're yeah. different than you, and that kind of thing. It was a powerful video. I like, anyways. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that, like, I get, I get that people need to learn about that, but kids have no idea. No, they don't. Until you tell them. No. No idea. I'm sure in the uh, Jim Crow era, they definitely did. The kids... Because somebody told them, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because their parents told them. But I'm saying, if they... If their parents told them, and then they went to school, and then they were able to do this experiment, I'm sure they went home with, like, a lot different thinking, you know? Yeah, absolutely they would. But, I'm just saying, they're like, yeah, you're right. I agree. I just mean, they're like, I think most of the time, that if a kid says racist stuff when they're young, it's because they hear it at home. One thousand percent. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Racist towards whoever from whatever group you might be a part of. Also, the founder of Blackstone was a member. Really? Stephen A. Schwarzman. Schwarzman. Yeah. The chairman of Barack Obama's Council of Economic Advisors was one. Harold Stanley, <laughs> the co-founder of Morgan Stanley, and Frederick W. Smith, founder of FedEx. That's just a few. Like, there's a whole bunch. It just that's why I did that a minute ago. Ooh, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that before that the Blackstone guy was Blackrock or Blackstone. Oh, Blackstone. Mm. What's Blackstone? I don't know. Blackstone Group. Anyways, watch it be like a shell company for Blackrock. I, I thought. <laughs> see, I thought I, I thought I discovered something. It's an American alternative investment management company based in New York City. Private equity business been one of the largest investors in leveraged buyouts in the last three decades. I hate those fucking investment firms. Yeah. Because that is such an umbrella term. Oh, they're just an investment group. No, these fucking guys are in a boot. They're active in credit, infrastructure, hedge funds, insurance, secondaries, and growth equity. As of the third quarter of 2022, the company's total assets under management were approximately $951 billion. Jesus. With a B as in billion. Holy shit. So anyways. That's crazy. And a whiff and poof, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking about editing. I know what it is. I'm thinking about editing Wikipedia to make it what you said, because what you said was way cooler <laughs> than what it actually is. What is it? A Yale Whiff and Poof is a collegiate a cappella singing group that's replaced every year by seniors, and then they take a leave of absence from the university toward the United States internationally, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, definitely what I said. What yeah. I said sticks. Yeah. I'm edit this. Edit without logging in. That's what I'm right. Anyways, so I'm going to edit Wikipedia for a whiff and poof and make it yeah. what you said. But you get a straw, stick it in a hooker's ass, dump 
dump a little bit of cocaine in there. Let her fart in your face. That's disgusting. Yeah. I've never done coke, and, you know, I've never let a hooker or... No, I said stripper. I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even joke about that. It's a call, girl! But, uh... So, yeah. Yale is... A weird school. Have you seen, like, the actual building? The tomb? Is yes. what it's called? Of the skull and bones? Like, the little clubhouse? Half clubhouse is a good good way to describe it. it. It's so weird. It is very ominous, you know? It's fucking huge, though. The entryway? Just to where the door is? Yeah. I watched this, you know, video of this girl going up looking at the door. Yeah. Like, going up on the property and stuff. She was like an ant in comparison to this archway. This yeah. archway was fucking massive, but... Yeah, yeah, apparently they got like a basement and that's where they do all the crazy stuff where like, yeah. the guy lays naked in a coffin and masturbates while they take that's pictures only, of him. That's only when you graduate, okay? Well, <laughs> probably where the term Limp Biscuit came from. Everybody on the biscuit. Yeah, so, apparently that was, that was a thing. What I thought was cool was they have a term they use in the Skull and Bones. It's called crooking. Not like crooking dinner but c-r-o-o-k-i-n-g and that's their their remember you, you'll remember you'll relate to this because we did it in the military okay crooking is the act of stealing other things from other societies at yale <laughs> just like squadron wars you know what i'm talking about oh yeah like, well we didn't call it stealing all right no no not stealing no no there's plenty of other words to describe what it was it's called tactfully acquiring yeah yeah reappropriating yeah stuff like that I, yeah i know we didn't ever call it stealing either but I wish I'd known about this because I'd have called it crooked. <laughs> We're going out crooked. We're going out crook. But so, so apparently they've stolen the skulls of Martin Van Buren, mm-hmm. Geronimo, Which and Martin Pancho Van Buren Villa. was. But you want? Are you asking me or are you yeah. gonna tell me? Yeah. I mean, unless you don't know, he was the president, right? Uh, yeah, he was the eighth president. Yeah. So apparently they got his skull, and then what is crazy to me, the Geronimo skull, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said, so his family started coming after him. On the 100th year anniversary of Geronimo. Right, I've heard about this. Um, it, their family was like, they have our great-great-grandfather's, you know. Our grandpappy's head. Our grandpappy's head, yeah. right? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But they took him to court. The judge dismissed it. Not because they didn't have the skull, but because of a clerical error. The, they misspelled Geronimo. No, the motion that they filed was essentially legality of grave robbing, right? Yeah. However, they had stolen the skull, uh, allegedly stolen the skull, a little while before this law went into effect. Yes. So the judge went, well, technically it wasn't illegal. They obtained it legally if they do have it. They stole it legally. Like, no, 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 saying that they do have it. Yeah. But if they do... They've got it legally. Yeah. So she threw out the case. Yeah. How fucking interesting. You know how fucking hard it is to get your body parts from a hospital? Yes. Your body parts. If you get a finger chopped off and they cannot reattach it, good luck getting your finger back. Yeah. I wanted, uh, it might sound weird, but I wanted my tonsils. Yeah. Whenever they got taken from me. You know, at the hospital. Got robbed. They got stolen out they of my crook, body. They got crooked out of your throat. They got crooked out of my throat. They cut them out of me. How's work today, honey? I was crooked tonsils all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they did that, I want those. How cool would that be if I had them in a jar of alcohol or whatever, you know? Yeah. And just were able to keep them. Because I like wet specimens. That's what they're called. Formaldehyde. Yeah. I've got a shark in a jar mm-hmm. of formaldehyde. A jark? Yeah. 
But I didn't put them in there, obviously. You know, I fucking bought them like that. Okay. I thought it was cool, right? Sure. So I wanted to do that with my tonsils. I was like, that would be dope. Just get a wet specimen of my tonsils. You cannot get your body parts from the hospital. I don't know what the fuck they do with them. I've seen some uh, cartoons where head surgeon is building like his his meat suit or whatever. I yeah. like body parts that he steals. I don't know what exactly they do with them, but seeing how you can't have your own body parts, it's kind of weird that the judge would just throw out the case of them having someone else's head, you know? Instead of being like, well, let's look into this. Maybe not that law, but let's let's try something else. Like, so they wouldn't have been able to do DNA yet when that happened, right? Maybe. To prove it was Geronimo's skull. I think George Bush Sr. is the one that stole that. I don't if know. I, if I remember right. Allegedly. Whatever. Yeah. That crook. He's, he, he crooked it. He done crook and took something through the book on crook. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, he took it for his initiation is the way I heard it or the way I read it, whatever, I, wherever I found it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think they could have done uh, DNA back then. I don't remember what, when, when that case was or whatever, but, but yeah. So, yeah, it was the eighth president, Geronimo, and then what was the third one? Uh, Martin Van Buren and... Fuck. Pancho Villa. Yeah, Pancho Villa. Have you heard of... How come the house is called a villa when you go stay in it? Like, when you go on vacation, you stay in a villa, but it's Pancho Villa. Oh. And we do things via something. Because the English language is stupid. It's crazy. But, uh... Six different ways. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. So, Mozart. Have you heard of Mozart's skull? I mean, I heard he had one. How he wanted his skull to be inside of his play later on. No. So, you know, uh, no, not Mozart. Who's the guy that did fucking, he held up the skull and he, you know. Beethoven. It, was it Beethoven? No. Who the fuck Hamlet. was it? Hamlin? Yeah. Hamlet. Hamlet. All right. Whoever the fuck it was yeah. that had a skull on stage. Poor Yorick, I knew him well, right? That guy? Yeah. Alas, poor Yorick. Yeah. I knew him well, yeah. So, apparently that was a real skull. And later on, it was something about, like, how Hamlet wanted... The writer of Hamlet, who was that? I don't know. I can't remember. But he wanted he wanted his skull to be inside like the play and everything. Yeah. And people were like, no, 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 that can't happen. Well, the theater was apparently got their hands on his skull and kept it for mm -hmm. a long ass time. And when they started performing the play again, they used his skull instead of a fake one. Oh, Shakespeare. Like, Shakespeare. Yeah. There we go. Jesus Christ. Should have been the easiest one for either one of us to think of. See, obviously, not Yale material. Who did you know? music? Beethoven? Like <laughs> Mozart, I think about Beethoven. Who wrote that there Hamlet play? Old Bill Shaxbury. <laughs> <laughs> Old Bill, not a size guy. He done wrote that play, I tell you what. Old Bill Shakespeare. God, dude, see, obvious not Yale material. Hamlet, the Prince suck. of Denmark. There was a whole, like, debacle about his skull being used in the play and everything like that. Which brings us to the point, how the fuck do they get away with it? If people believe, at minimum, minimum requirement, they should at least investigate it, you know? If you say, hey, someone's got body parts in their house, they usually will try and go investigate it, you know? Yeah, but, okay, I, I agree completely with what you're saying, but they're not allowed to go in there. They can't get a warrant because there's no suspicion of a crime, I guess, or, you know, like, any proof that a crime has been committed. I mean, they got another's bones in there. They got another's body. Like, I heard another one of the another one of the rituals when you first sign up for Skull and Bones. You know, like when you're dropping off your check and your DD two fourteen that you have to crawl through the basement and and there's like and like while they're hurling insults at you. You know. Oh, how terrible! Yeah, you're a dirty, filthy person. Ugh. 
So and then there's like, <laughs> but then there's human bones all on the floor where you're crawling. Oh really? And then you have to dive into a big pile of mud, and it cleanses you. And then when you come out of the mud, that's when you get your rename, your new name. Huh? Because you know they use like code names, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, like I, I don't, um, I can't remember the names for them. I heard one of them. It was funny, like. The guy who's who's been the most promiscuous, we'll say. The guy that's the most, like, probably the guy with the 94 average. The Bill 94 Clinton. Ford Focus. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Yeah. The guy who's the most Clinton-esque. He gets the name of, like, Margoliath or something. It means, like, the most sexual or something. Oh, word? Yeah. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to fucking, I couldn't look. I tried to look him up, but I couldn't find him. But, yeah, so they had that. And then, like, the tall guy, the tallest guy, he, his, he gets renamed to, like, well, bones or something like that, or stretch, probably, you know, like some kind of... Yeah, so it's like a, a motorcycle club, but nerdier, and not as cool with the bikes, you know? Yeah, probably just as much cocaine, but less Harleys. Yeah, 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 and just as much cigars inside other people, but I was looking <laughs> into this shit. <laughs> Shout out Bill Clinton, he's sponsoring this episode, but no, I think it's, it's a fun little group, I would say, because... Everyone wants to be a part of something that's, like, got some secrecy to it, you know? There's a reason why these organizations draw people in. Because people want to... It's human nature to want to know something that nobody else knows, you know? Be a part of something that nobody else is. Which I've thought about creating our own little secret society. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Knuckles or something like that, you know? Their initiation, like crawling through the tunnel and... Or crawling through the basement and doing all that stuff. and Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the shellback ceremony in the Navy. We had to do some stuff kind of similar. Probably a lot worse than these skull and bones people. But crawling through shit and diving into something and coming out the other side like a new person. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you guys don't know, go ahead and look up the crossing the line ceremony or shellback ceremony in the Navy. I wish I could remember that name because it was a really funny name. It was like Margol for Margol or something like that. You know, it was like one of those, like, probably one of those heathen gods kind of names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, for the sexual guy? Yeah. 94 well, Accord? I mean, yeah, there's yeah, the 94 Ford Focus guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're 40th. So, anyways, they did that. You have to be renamed. That way you come, that way you're part of their society. And then, like you said, you have to leave your state. You have to tell them all your dirtiest, darkest, deepest secrets so that they can hold it, like lord it over you. Do you know what the bite model is? I've talked about this before. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. We talked about it, though. But in the bite model, the bite model is used to, like, basically, if you think you might be in a cult, you can compare it to the bite model and like grade it kind of like almost like a test like oh does it do blank does it do blank and then at the end of it you can see if you're actually in a cult or if it's just yeah, a religion or you know a group or whatever that's one of the main things of a bite model is changing someone's name changing your identity right right so and pretty much all the like the mainstream cults that have been around they that's one of the things you have to do you have to change your name the yellow deli right yeah you get a hebrew name it's not because oh yeah well we want you to be part of us that's that's why you got to do this it's to get rid of your identity your personal identity and make you more conformed to the group you know right and just like the military the military is a fucking cult right they get called fucking airman or petty officer you know whatever and 
like once you hit E7, yeah. in the Navy at least, you're not called your name, like ever. You're, you're called Chief, you know? Like how? Chieftain. Like, but this, it gets rid of your name, which is part of a cult. So being called Margoth or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or Stretch or fucking. Slim or Bony T or Boner. Yeah. It's all part of that cult mentality. So, so did you did you run across the video like the guy that videoed it from the roof of the other building into the courtyard? No. His name was like Shaw. Shaw. He had a Jewish name. I don't want to say that the wrong way. You know, like Shazam. Shabbat. Shalman. Shalom. I can't remember the guy's name. But anyways, um. So this guy filmed this, and so he's using high tech night vision video equipment, right? Yeah. And he, he they, somebody told him if you get on the roof of this other building, you can see down in the courtyard of the Skull and Bones mm. uh, cottage. So their villa. So anyways. Clubhouse. Yeah. Treehouse. So you can see in the <laughs> Skull and Bones treehouse. And um, he said that he witnessed a guy dressed like George W. Bush, intoxicated by renewed proximity to presidential power, a robed Bonesman, that's what you call a member of the Skull and Bones, a Bonesman. Yeah, a Boner Man. It was po- that's the guy that's posing as George W. Harangued initiates, which harangued means to just like give them the what for, I guess. I ain't had a good haranguing in a while, so no sense haranguing around, but. Uh, no sense in hanging around. <laughs> no sense in haranguing around. So he initiates an eerily accurate Texas draw. I'm going to ream you like I reamed Al Gore, and I'm going to kill you like I killed Al Gore. This is what the George Bush imposter saying to the new initiates of Skull and Bones, right? What the fuck? And then the privileged Skull and Bones members mocked the assault on uh, on these on well says on Abner Luima, I guess that's the guy that was in there, by crying out repeatedly, "Take that plunger out of my ass!" What? So this has gone like. <laughs> I don't know how Al, Al Gore's not dead, is he? No. So that was more of like a euphemism for right. winning but the election. I'm going to ream you like I reamed Al Gore, and I'm going to kill you like I killed Al Gore. So I don't know if, what he meant by reamed him, unless you know they did something in the Skull and Bones clubhouse. Yeah, they didn't want to do outside. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, they acted out throat cutting murders and. Just all kinds of crazy ass shit, you know. That was, <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand how they, how they, um, I don't know. People are weird. It's just like the whole fucking the thing with the owl and Bohemian Grove. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, they believe in like some higher power that's running all their dark magic through the world or whatever. So Moloch and all that shit. Apparently, I don't know how true it is, but apparently. The CIA was created by the Skull and Bones. Yeah, I heard that too. And because George Bush was head of the CIA. Yeah, and Skull and Bones has been around since the 1830s or some shit. Like, yeah. it's been around forever. And yeah, apparently, I mean, Alex Jones went to the, <laughs> he went to the Skull and Bones and stood outside and was like, yeah, I mean, I know they, they, they definitely, uh, they made the CIA and, you know, the CIA, they only recruit from the business, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know how he talks. Yeah. Make the frogs gay. So, mm-hmm. but other than that, yeah, 
they created the CIA, and then apparently, I don't know how true this is, the CIA has been known to only recruit, like, from members of the Skull and Bones. I don't know how true it is, but... Well, I guess they can't all be members. Can they not? Are you sure? It says there's only about 800 alive at any time. Unless they have different, different, um, subgroups. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, all right. So there's only 800 alive at any given time. If they get 15 new members a year for that one treehouse, I mean, if they're a secret society, all right, put it to you this way. If they are a secret society, do you think their only building would be the only one that we know about? No, I think we would only know about that one. Exactly. I think if it is a true secret society, they're going to have them all over the place. Or maybe the Knights Templar and the Freemasons are a subgroup of the Skull and Bones, you know, to where they're kind of like, almost like shell companies, you know, just shell them out. So, right. Like you have like little, like you have the Hells Angels and then you have a lesser motorcycle club they probably have their fingers in somehow. Or sponsored, yeah. 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 Because, yeah, it happens in MCs all the time. Yeah. Like, little bitty fucking, you know, startup MCs will be sponsors of whatever one percenter group that's huge in that area. And that's that's got to be it. They got to... Because the Freemasons, they're a secret society. Obviously, a lot of the shit, you know, is known about them. But... I'm sure, like, they recruit out of the Freemasons as well. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they, but I, I couldn't say that they strictly recruit out of that. I'm just saying. I don't know if there's enough of, I mean, you're probably right. They're probably, like, indoctrinated somehow along the way with them. I would think that if it's a true secret society, we wouldn't know the only treehouse that they've got. That's you know, true. And they do have that little uh, getaway, that little vacation house. Did you see that? Oh, Deer Island? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Deerhead Island, I think it is. Something um, like that. I looked it up. But apparently it's just it. a piece of shit. Like, they're, it's all ran down and, you know, it's just kind of lame. Yeah, it's called Deer Island. Yeah, Deer Island. And it's essentially a cabin in the woods. It's on St. Lawrence River, south of Ottawa. So it's like, it's on kind of the Canada-America border. Yeah, I saw, I watched another video of, of, it's just like their little retreat there, you're right. But I watched another video of some people like going by it in a boat. Yeah. And they were just like hanging out out there barbecuing or something or burning somebody. I'm not sure. Couldn't tell. Yeah. They, they said that, uh, like one of them went, they went by boat and went onto the island and like walked around and stuff. And they said yeah. that it was very boring. Like there was just a couple people there and it was like a ran down cabin. It wasn't even like kept up very nice. Yeah. And uh, they said it was, it was meant to be like a retreat for all the bonesmen to be able to get together with the alumni and all and this other stuff and like, you know, be able to hang out and be able to talk and network with the fucking president of the United States, you know, yeah. shit like that. And meet like other members, daughters and sons to possibly forge relationships or, you know, power marriages type thing. Yeah. But then 
I mean, it's just not been kept up for some reason. I guess I've just, it might have not been getting enough use, and they're like, fuck it. We got other stuff to spend money on. They probably all just, like, go out there and get hammered all the time. I mean, you can get drunk and barbecue, but it sucks to get drunk and, like, mow your yard and trim your hedges, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, if you're getting people's estates, you can pay for a couple gardeners. Yeah, but then they're out there, like, wandering around in your shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like but, the only way to get to that island is by boat. So there's no roads going in or out. You know what I mean? Like, you could probably take a seaplane or a helicopter, too. But you don't want some gardener you got to fly out there and worry about him finding, like, your bag of dildos under the bed or whatever, you know? Let me tell you. If you get old Stretch Daddy long neck out there that you were talking about. Damn. Who was I talking about? The fucking tallest bonesman yeah. to ever live, nine foot tall <laughs> or whatever. Tall. So <laughs> exactly what I said. <laughs> so if you get stretched out of Armstrong and uh, our arm stain to go out there take that gardener by fucking helicopter. Yeah. You know, and he's got like the equipment already out there and you're like, fucking mow this yard. He's gonna he's not gonna be digging through shit. He's gonna be like nervous, he's gonna be sweating the whole time. So I guess you're right. I mean, you could pay them like $100,000 to mow the grass and like trim the hedges. Because like you said, they've got all these rich people's estates in the, you know, in escrow. Then they got plenty of money. So, yeah. Yeah. And you could just pay them like, this is all you have to do is your job. That's it. Don't fucking look at anything. Don't touch anything. Come out here by canoe. You're like, here's $150,000 and I get to work. You'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. For one yard? And they're like, yep, once a month. Eventually, yeah. I he mean, wouldn't touch a damn thing. Eventually, he would say something. I don't think so. Eventually, he'd walk by a window, and there'd be some Dick Cheney would be in there with a plunger sticking out of his ass, <laughs> and George Bush is wearing one of those like one of those like masks that you wear to the party, you know? Yeah. And you can see his George Bush tattoo on his arm, and then you're like, "That's George Bush. I'd recognize that tattoo." Yeah. Anywhere. Which I mean, all right. You say, "Hey, I seen George Bush partying at." clubhouse dick cheney you know plunger in his booty yeah you know i'd say that but you know regardless if you paid a gardener one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to mow the yard mm-hmm. once a month mm-hmm. they're not gonna say a damn thing i know i wouldn't hey skull and bones this is a open opportunity go ahead and hire me Cut yeah, grass. i'm not gonna say anything you're full of shit <laughs> you would be able to contain it you'd go home and you'd be sitting there eating your mashed potatoes looking at your wife across the table and that's all you'd be thinking about, like, Jesus Christ, what did I just see? And she'd be like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, you know that yard I've been mowing? <laughs> you know? it sounds like a euphemism for hey, something. you know that brand new car outside that yeah. I bought from that yard that I mow once a month? Yeah. Seen Dick Cheney's asshole. Yeah. And there was a plunger sticking out of right. it. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I might say that, but. And George Bush was biting the head off of live parakeets in the corner. All right, 250000 I won't say it. You can buy some They would just silence. drown you. Point. They would just drown you in the Ottawa River. Yeah, that's true. They'd be like, oh what yeah, sure, that through... sounds good. Come on out here and cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> They'd just go through 12 gardeners a year. They'd probably let you <laughs> cut the grass first, too, because they're assholes like that. <laughs> they go through 12 gardeners a year. Yeah. They're just like, all right, hey, can you come mow this? Pay you 200000 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. The next guy, hey, come here. I need you to cut the grass. They would, they'd just drive to Home Depot and pick up a new one. That's, That's what they fucked do. <laughs> you're, you're telling me, you're telling me that they were going to kill gardeners, that they would kill citizens. You're telling me that apparently no. one of the most prominent, high up 
secret societies wouldn't kill a citizen? Not twelve a year. You don't think? You don't think? <laughs> I think they. I think they would. I'm serious. I think they would find illegals to do the law, and then they would kill them. Maybe. I mean, pick a thing. They got Home Depot in Canada. They're probably just like uh, whatever, like immigrants are in Canada. I think it's mostly Muslims and like Africans and stuff. Re- uh, refugees is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Refugees. Refugees yeah. from Guatemala. Yeah. By the by, like the you're, if you're a refugee, you're supposed to stop in the first country that's not having war that's associated with your country, and you made it all the way to Canada. You're not a refugee anymore. <laughs> You're like a twice, you're like a three-time removed illegal immigrant. <laughs> oh, you're from man. Guatemala, you should have stopped somewhere a lot further south before you got... Anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, I don't think they would I don't think they would find citizens to do it and kill them. Yeah, maybe, but I, don't, I wouldn't put it past. How about old uh, Martha Van Buren that we talked about earlier? Martin Van Buren, who was a very prominent member of the Skull and Boneses, was also a primary founder of the Democratic Party. Really? How about how about that? How about that? Good. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty wild. Yeah. He's also governor of New York. So do you have any extra information for us? Like any type of fucking, I don't know, the the rituals, the the nicknames for old. Long neck two chains or whatever you call it. I never could come up with the. uh, I never could come up with the fucking what's it that I was looking for the names that they have. Yeah. Because I just every time I oh I found it I just found it right now. Oh my god! Here we go. Let's hear it. Members are assigned nicknames. E.g. Example. Long Devil. That's the tallest guy. Long Devil. Long Dong Devil. Long Dong Devil. Long Uh, Dong Devil. Boaz. The fuck? That's B- like one of them uh, Bible names. B O A Z. That was a varsity football captain or sheriff. Sheriff means prince of the future. And so many of the chosen names are drawn from literature. Example Hamlet. One of them was named Hamlet, his nickname. And Uncle Remus. That was that was what I wanted to find this. Uncle Remus. Why folks smell the liquor. <laughs> Isn't that guy's name from the Boone? No, it's not. It's Uncle Ru- Rufus. Oh, Rufus. Or Ruckus. Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. I thought it was a horror rumor. But uh, from close. literature, religion, and myth, the banker Louis Lapham passed on his nickname Sancho Panza, or Sancho Panza. Sancho Panza. Yeah, to the political advisor Tex McCreary. And Av- Averill Harriman, I'm sure he's important, was Thor. The yep. god of thunder. Yep. Henry, Lu- Henry Luca was Baal. Baal yeah. is also like a evil spirit. It's the devil. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> there was a guy named McGeorge Bundy. <laughs> sounds like sounds like one of those meals you get. Like they got that Cardi B and what's that big old girl's name? I don't know. Lizzo? L- Lizzo? Lizzo, I think. Lizzo, yeah. Yeah, they got like their own meal at McDonald's right now. What? I, I'm probably wrong. It's probably actually two different people. But there's a meal at McDonald's. It's either Cardi B or Lizzo and that, that feller what danced with that other feller at them Grammy Awards. <laughs> also Matthew Smith. So. Man, I tell you what, we are in on the times. Huh? <laughs> we get on these trends. So I'll tell you what, McGeorge Bundy, he was Odin. Love okay. Yeah, all right. And Donald George H.W. Bush was Magog. That was the name 
the first one I kept Holy trying shit. To, that I kept butchering. Yeah. For the sexual thing was George H. W. Bush Magog. Damn. Gog and Magog. He must have been, you know, really throwing it down if he got that. Yeah, name. slung that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> George H. was rough on the bush. I tell day. you what. Uh, so yeah, that. But I'm glad I found that. I can't believe I just ran across. Yeah, that's mouth. awesome. Because I, I wanted to hear about it. I know you were talking it up a lot, but yeah. you're just like, it, it's there somewhere. There's a, an archivist. Her name was Judith Ann Schiff. She was chief research archivist at the Yale University Library, and she said the names of its members weren't kept secret, that it was an innovation of the 70s, but its meetings and practices were. Mm. So I guess they, from, I, I tried to look into that some more, and I found out that they released a list, like, every year of Skull and Bones members. Really? Yeah. So it's not like a secret who's in it. It's just a secret, a secret what, they, what do. they do. Yeah. And you know what? That might be that little pulling the the wool over the yeah. eyes, you know, like, here. hey, these are all of our members. Yeah. You know, it's not all the people that are in the CIA. These are just, these are the members. Yeah. These 200 over here. It's not Osama Bin Laden. Yeah. Or Saddam Insane. Yeah. Or Niall Armstrong. Yeah. Like, they're just... Hey, it's just these members, which in reality, it's the Illuminati. It's fucking 9,500 members. Oh, you know? man. And the 2004 presidential election, both the Democratic and Republican nominees were Skull and Bones. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah. Uh, John Kerry and George W. Bush. Yep. And so whenever they were asking Bush about it, they're like, hey, man, like, you know, how does it feel to be running against another Skull and Bones member? And he's like, well, we don't talk about that. Something about like uh, it's it's a secret, you know. Who knows what what's going on? That kind of stuff. Like he didn't want to talk about anything about skull and bones. So are you talking about the guy that was trying to interview him on Air Force Two? Maybe he said that this one that I know about. He said that the rule when you're skull and bones is if if you're in a room with somebody and they ask you if you're skull and bones, you have to get up and just walk out. Really? Like you don't say yay nay nothing. You just get up and leave. You remove yourself. But that reporter, he saw an opportunity because they were on a plane together that, like, technically he couldn't get away from him. So he couldn't violate the rules of Skull and Bones. Mm. So he thought he had him cornered. You know, he said, like, well, you can't leave the room. So if you don't do what Skull and Bones says, you know, you're going to violate the rules if you don't leave the room. So I guess that's when, that time is when George Bush said, uh, it's so secret we can't talk about it. George Bush runs over to the fucking exit door, <laughs> throws on his parachute, and just opens a plane at thirty thousand feet. Yeah, oh, jumps, oh, out. jumps out. I tell you what, I ain't telling you oh, shit. Shit, he would have said Geronimo when he jumped out. Oh fuck! Because of them scuttling birds. Scared of birds. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they say Geronimo and they run out of the room. Maybe. Like, hey, are you a member of the Skull and Bones? Geronimo. <laughs> So, and then... Um, Get back here. Uh, Tim Russert of Meet the Press asked both President Bush and John Kerry about their membership, Skirt and Burns, to which the president <laughs> said, again, it's so secret we can't talk about it. And Kerry replied, you trying to get rid of me here? Which was a question mark. So I guess he knew that he knew that he would have to leave the room, too, because he said he's trying to get rid of me. But he didn't answer the fucking question, so... Yeah, man, they're, they're really uh, secretive on this shit. I don't know why... They need yeah. to just come out and tell us, you know, it ain't that big of a deal. It's a bunch of nerds. There's no way it can, there's no way it can be that big of a deal 
ran by a bunch of nerds. You know what I'm saying? Nerds of money. A bunch of Skirling Burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know they've been they've been referenced or featured either um, directly or indirectly in lots of movies and books and stuff like that. Yeah, there was a 2000s movie about them. Um, well, they say it's loosely based, like roughly based around them, but it's called Skulls. I remember the Skulls 2000. They also made a second one called Skulls 2. Really? Skull Harder. Skull Harder. <laughs> Skirt and Burns Harder. That was in 2002. And then in the, there's a third film, The Skirls 3, in 2004. Uh, and there was a fifth film, it's 2009. Based, it's based on the first woman to be tapped to join the society. <laughs> it, you know what it is? It's going to turn out to be like that Too Fast, Too Furious. You know how they have like fucking 80 of them now? Dude. It's going to be like, Scare the Barons, 474. Yeah. The herd is Scare the Barons. The herd is um <laughs> I heard that Ben Diesel owns the Fast and Furious franchise. Did I tell you that before when we were in here? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, He's slowly yeah. working his way to being a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it is crazy. I don't know why people still watch that shit. Yeah. It is literally a copy and paste of yeah. the first movie. Well, I'd say like the third movie. Yeah. After that, they just copy and paste it and just change the cars. Well, Maybe the people. A, you CG, know? a CGI Paul Worker. Yeah, per yeah. worker. So. I live my life one long slippery one at a time. I mean, one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> but yeah. I was just like, this is so stupid, but people kept going and watching it. And they have like all sorts of merchandise and everything like that, video games or whatever. You know, I just, I just thought of a, about right now. What's that? I don't know if it was a realization or not, but I've never seen Vin Diesel with a woman. I thought he came out as gay, like early two thousands. I believe so. I guess I missed that. I mean, or no, it might have been that little uh, midget fella or short little person. I don't follow Vanessa's career very closely, so uh, Austin Powers and stuff. I know he came out as gay. Oh, Vern Troyer. Yeah, yeah, mini me. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me about Vin Diesel. Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, like I said, I don't watch everything he does, so I don't watch the red carpet every time he walks across it. But I never heard like uh, a story. You know, like Vin Diesel and whoever got married or they're dating or whatever. I think it's him and The Rock have that feud going on. It's either him and The Rock or it's Bruce Willis and The Rock. But What, what feud? Where they can't be in the same room at the same time. Like, they made... I think it was Bruce Willis and The Rock. Like, yeah. they were supposed to have a fighting scene, but neither, of, neither one of them had the, like... They were like, I can't lose this. Oh, like they, they refused. Yeah, they refused to lose a fight to the other one. Right. So, and like they wouldn't even be in the same room while they were recording or whatever. So they had to That's shoot the scenes differently and like what movie? max them up. I believe it was uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. But so was Bruce Willis in that? I believe so. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Die Hard. John McClane was in the Fast and the Furious. No, no, not Bruce Willis. Who's that other fellow that's ben just Diesel? like Bruce Willis? Vin Diesel. No. Just like Bruce Willis? Just like Bruce Willis, but has that accent. Something oh, Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, that yeah. guy. So, yeah. Fuck you, Die Hard. Yeah. So, fuck you, Die <laughs> hey, Hard. Hey, hey, hey. Come on. <laughs> the best Christmas movie ever. So. Yeah, that's a classic. But no, uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, it's that like makes sense. It that might be right. all three of them are just like, I will not lose a fight to the other or whatever. But yeah, he seems I heard type. that somewhere. Yeah, but, it, but they, they've also... Um, They've also been referenced a whole bunch of times in other stuff, too. 
Oh, yeah. They're referenced in The Great Gatsby. Remember that? I don't know if you ever watched it or not, but uh, Nick Carraway calls Tom Buchanan Boaz, and Tom, in turn, calls Nick Shakespeare. But anyways, uh, the, the Good Shepherd, 2006. The protagonist becomes a member of Skull and Bones while studying at Yale. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons, season 28, which I'm not surprised they, they predict everything. Yes, they do. The Simpsons season, oh, I, bet he's, I bet they're Skull and Bones, like the guy that writes The Simpsons. He knows way too much. He does. I don't... We should talk about that guy. Like, Dude, we should talk about Simpsons predictions. How many have come true? That was it's incredible. Crazy. Donald Trump president is the biggest one like lately, but well, um, uh, they did Madonna, the halftime show, and everything. Yeah, they're just like, you know, had her flying over the fucking crowd of people on like wires and stuff in this weird metal suit with like flames coming out of her titties or yeah, like spa- sparkles coming out of her titties yeah i remember that and pretty much the exact same thing happened and i was just like fuck what? maybe she did it because of that anyways maybe so see simpsons season 28 episode the caper chase mr burns visits skull and bone society to meet with bourbon burlander and uh in the episode the canine mutiny on season eight after doing a secret handshake with a dog mr burns says i believe this dog was in skull and bones see that seems like way too much like I'm going to slip this in because I was in Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, family Guy, No Chris Left Behind. Um, blah, 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 blah. He got, he, that's where he had to spend seven minutes in heaven with Herbert, the pervert, yeah. in the closet. American Dad, Bush comes to dinner. President Bush goes out drinking with Haley, a drunken Bush dances, saying, let's do the Skull and Bones. And season one, episode 33 of the 1966 Batman TV series. Find Finny Fiends. There's a gathering at Wayne Manor during which one guest points out a portrait of Bruce Wayne's great-grandfather wearing a yellow sweater. He asked his true Bruce ancestor who was tapped for Skull and Bones, which Aaron replies he was not tapped for, but he found it, Skull and Bones! What? It's just... Uh, did I read that too fast? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of started trailing off. So. Season one. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I can slow it down over here. Season 1, episode 33 of the... The original Batman series, yeah. 1966, mm-hmm. well, not the original one, the second one. An older one. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, there's a party at Wayne Manor during which one guest points out a portrait of Bruce Wayne's great-grandfather hmm. wearing a Yale sweater, George W. Wayne, just kidding, wearing <laughs> a Yale sweater, and he asked if it's true that Bruce's ancestor was tapped for Skull and Bones, to which Aunt Harriet, which I don't remember from Batman, it sounds more like Leave it to Beaver, replies that he was not tapped for it, but he founded Skull and Bones. So she said that Batman's great-grandfather founded Skull and Bones. Damn, dude. But there's all these little references in pop culture, and I think that's... I bet if you dig hard enough, there's probably... Um, probably, like, enough information to tie all these people that were famous in Hollywood that referenced Skull and Bones... Two old Skirlimbarians. Well, I mean, if the Skirlimbarians come out with the actual list of people and they're not covering shit up, which I have a hard time believing. Like, granted, you know, we said, hey, you come out and just say what you're doing, when you're doing it, where you're doing it, that kind of thing, then nobody really looks into it. But There's a whole list of all of them. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a list that just goes on and on and on and on. I bet all of them are still alive. They have like the secret to the fucking fat juice or something. They the, juice. the juice. They're like they drinking blood juice. and eating babies or whatever they say. Yeah. There was a uh, 
Hallie Faradane Weinstein. Let me start reading all these. I might say the wrong name. That'll be it. Oh, Weinstein? Yeah. So, but that's all I got. I wanted to just get the names out there. That was my main point to like revisiting this for a minute. Yeah. Was to make sure that I got the names out there. So the Bushes are the most prolific skull and bones. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, like I said, you know, I think it's mainly just if it was a group of people, secret society kind of shit at some tech school, mm-hmm. and they happen to be getting presidencies and fucking like these multi-billion dollar yeah. businesses and shit like that, then there would be more to it, I think. But seeing how they're at one of the most prestigious schools in the world, and they're getting people like from that school to be members in there that are probably from some really nice fucking families as it is mm-hmm. like George Bush oh, and George Bush and George Bush, you know, fourth Bush and fucking George Bush, Jonathan James Bush, JJB. So JJB and the R. rest R. of JJB. them, right? Yeah. It's probably like 40 George Bushes or some shit that have been in there. Well, but they're all coming from prolific families from a huge, incredibly like intricate school, you know, like, I feel like there's not much there. Like I said, if it was some fucking tech school in Alabama or something, yeah, then they'd be like, holy shit, there's got to be something going on, you know? Right. I, got, I, I was just perusing this list of names, and there's, there's actually a lot of, um, like Winston Lord. He was chairman of Council on Foreign Relations and ambassador to China. Right? There was another one uh, that was, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, George Herbert Walker, the George Herbert Walker the third, he was a U.S. ambassador to Hungary. William H. Donaldson appointed chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission by George W. Bush. Mm. Yeah, founding dean of Yale School of Management. Which that does happen a lot. Like, I've heard of that happening a lot, where people were like, "Hey, I was in the same fraternity you were." Like. Right. Alpha, beta, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, all right. And then they get they get that precedence over, like, maybe they're not as qualified for the job yeah. as oh, another yeah. candidate, but they were in the same frat, you know, or the same uh, whatever. Yeah, it's like know. nepotism. Yeah. Like hiring a, a relative almost. Yeah. But a lot of them, what I'm seeing, were uh, Evan G. Galbraith, U.S. Ambassador to France, William Henry Draper III, chair of United Nations Development Program. So a lot of these people were like uh, ambassadors to different countries and shit, man. So pretty crazy. Maybe that's what it is. Like, you know, say George Bush is on his way to become a president. So they're all like, hey, they sit down, you know, when they're 20 years old. It's like, you're mm-hmm. going to be president in 20 years. Yeah. So you... And you, and you, these are the jobs you need to get. Like, because if they appointed some fucking Dairy Queen worker that happened to be skull and bones to the ambassador of China, they'd be like, hey, what the fuck? You know? So there's a chance to be working at Dairy Queen if you're skull and bones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though. So they plan it out like 20 years in advance. Like, you're going to be president Mm -hmm. in fucking 25 years or whatever. So you, 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 you. Like, these are the jobs you're going to get, so that way you 
can right. appoint these guys as your ambassadors and oh, yeah. that kind of shit. And I bet if you dig hard enough, you could probably find a lot of their wives are their parents are skull and bones. That like probably. their dads were skull and bones. You know what I mean? Like a lot of those rich people that get married to people. They're just like, if you want to be rich as shit, yeah. this is what you got to do. The next 20 years, just grind and hustle at this yeah. job or this whatever. Charles S. Whitehouse was a CIA agent and U.S. ambassador to Laos and Thailand. Mm. Yep. John Chafee was U.S. Senator and Secretary of the Navy. Townsend Walter Hoops II. That's a hell of a fucking handle, Townsend isn't it? Water Hoops. Townsend Walter Hoops II was a historian and undersecretary of the Air Force. Yeah, so a lot of senators, lawyers, diplomats. This guy's in Saigon and Barry Zorthian. Barry Zorthian? Yeah. Special Assistant for National Security Affairs. That was McGeorge Bundy. McGeorge. <laughs> Yeah, William Welch Kellogg was a climatologist and associate director for the National Center for Atmospheric Research. William P. Bundy, check this out, State Department liaison for the Bay of Pigs invasion, and also the brother of McGeorge Bundy. Mm. I'd be pretty pissed if, I named, if my name was McGeorge and my brother's name was Bill. What the fuck? And you guys hooked him up, old McGeorge. McGeorge Bundy. I'm McGeorge. Come over. I don't know why you'd name your, name your kids something that's like just weird to pronounce or hard to pronounce. You know, like, especially when those those people get the same, like, same names back to back, you know, like, or the two first names yeah, yeah. for, like, Mary Ann. You know the, that bitch is a redneck. Yeah. I don't know a Marianne, but you know that bitch is a redneck. Hey, Marianne Lou, come here. So there's a lot of people in here with like two middle names, I've noticed too. So I have two middle names. I'm not going to say them on here. Yeah. But it's pretty ironic that I have two middle names and my wife has two middle names. And we're completely unrelated from different parts of the world and country. Hell, I'd hope so. <laughs> and then, I'm just saying, like, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. Yeah. Middle name is not brother and sister, so. <laughs> And then, uh, so we, Lewis Greenleaf Adams. So we, we named all of our kids with two middle names just to keep the story going. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So everybody's got a motherfucking mouthful of names. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them though. All right. Um, that's all I'm good. All right. So, well, you got anything else? Question everything. Well, that's going to be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles and the Skrillabirds. So that's going to be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles podcast. So remember... If you're gonna get greasy, go knuckles, knuckles deep. That's right. Skirtin' bird. <laughs>